Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Patrick Royce every Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday here on Mackie and Judd and the Score North YouTube channel. Uh, Patrick, Judd made it official on yesterday's Mackie and Judd show. He officially called for the heads of both Rick Spielman and Mike Zimmer. Are you there yet? I thought he called for the head of Clint Kubiak. I didn't know he'd gone to both the coach and the I'll let general. Judd explain oh, himself oh, here. But. Oh, in print, I called for Clint. But then, <laughs> but, but then I'm like, but for the podcast, that's not enough. Okay. So then I decided to see multi-platform, Pat, means means that you got to have the different takes on the different platforms. You got to sort of... You got to fire, you gotta, you gotta fire someone on each platform, right? Yep. That's what you yes. have to do. Uh, I think what fire. we have... What we have to realize is I don't see these two guys being joined at the hip at all. Do you? As far as emotionally uh, in running the operation, I think, I don't think Fraser Spielman's any closer to Mike Zimmer than he was to uh, Les Fraser. I think that you got to judge Spielman. What do you think of the way he's drafted and brought in personnel? I, I, you know, I'm not, not a big Spielman fan because he, wouldn't say anything if he had a mouthful, but uh, I, I think they're different entities. I don't say I don't, I don't think it's Spielman Zimmer. You know, I think you and and let's face it, in that situation, seventy five percent of the time it's the coach takes the fall and the general manager stays. And uh, uh, I, I, you know, I would not certainly disapprove of them trying someone else than Spielman, but I don't think he gets fired. I I think I think Zim takes the fall and I think this guy's he's wired with Brzezinski. Brzezinski's wired with the Wilfs. I think the Brzezinski Spielman outfit is wired with the with the Wilfs and will be allowed to continue. That's my theory. Whether he should be fired or not, I, no. I don't know. Another another interesting dynamic in terms of tying people together is Mike Zimmer has never really wanted to be tied to Kirk Cousins, and he's he's made that passive aggressively clear, if not if not just frontally clear at times, and yet he he probably is right. Like I I guess there's a chance. I think there's a better chance that a much better chance that Cousins sticks around for another oh, year yes. and Zimmer's gone than the other way around. I right? don't think financially, how bad is it if Cousins? Stays next year. Is it only ten million hit, or is it, is it one, next year? Forty-five. It's a four. It's a forty-five million dollar cap hit if he plays on his current contract next year. It, Second biggest in the league. If he doesn't play, what's the cap hit? Oh, it's ten million. If if they if they trade him, uh, 
with a post June first designation, it's uh, ten million. I okay, think. if you can't trade him though, then what happens? Then you restructure him because you can't absorb that that big of cap it and extend him. But what I'm saying is, if you can't trade him, uh, yeah, can you release him and only have a ten million oh, cap out, or do you get stuck with the forty five um, million? I think you can you can you can cut him. I think before the league year starts or the third day of the league yeah. year and eat the ten million, but clear thirty five. Only eat ten million. Well, if he, he wanted to cut him, if they don't make the playoffs, he's not back. Not at that number. He's not back. Unless he restructures again, you know, right? In, in uh, do, but you know, I think uh, we saw an example on uh, Sunday night is what happens when you say, "Okay, I have a young quarterback here, Kellen Mond, ready to take over," oh, and he and Jordan Love can trade sinker balls for the next five years. You know, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. I I think Zim is. One hundred percent gone. If they, you know, I, I I said going into the year he had to win a playoff game, and uh, now I'm not. If they rally from this mess and make the playoffs, that might be enough. But I I kind of get the impression that they're ready to go. Forty year old Kellen Moore type of stuff. There you know, go. I I think they're ready to go to the young guy, and that he's in he's in big trouble. Even if if he. Unless he wins a playoff game, I still think he's in big trouble. But whether Spielman should be fired or not, I certainly, yeah, I, that'd be fine with me, but I don't think it's going to happen. I just don't want uh, Slick Rick to, to pick the next coach, Pat. And by extension, the next QB, I, I just don't. The, the Wolves are smart enough to know what they don't know. Unfortunately, if you're the Wolves, at some point you have to look at Rick and say, do you know enough to – be making these decisions and i don't know that i trust rick that's my problem with them i will tell you that in my opinion the wilfs have a lot more influence on who's the next coach is going to be than than you, you would think they would. i don't think it's rick go find somebody i think it's i think these guys will not unlike the uh, the young uh, Joe Polad and his guys when they wanted when they wanted to fire hire a new Twins manager replace Paul Molitor, I think the Mark Wilf part of the operation will be saying get us a forty year old get us a forty two year old who can you know sling the lingo and uh, give us this new young vibe that we want to have I I think that I don't think Rick will be allowed to pick out any coach he wants. I think if Rick yeah. picks the coach, it's going to be fit a profile. And and here's what's, and I agree with you because if you start to look to let, let's say, let's just play out Kirk's, let's just say, you know, he's going to play out next year on his current contract, which he won't, but you know, why would you, why would your two of your top three highest paid players be Kirk Cousins and Adam Thielen and your best player on offense is Justin Jefferson and you've got a third wide receiver now. Like, why would you have all these amazing potential, amazing passing game weapons, and then basically, you know, treat them as sort of a secondary thing on your roster strategically? Right? It's it's never really made sense. Why are you paying a quarterback that much? Why are you paying Adam Thielen that much? Why are you drafting Jefferson in the first round if you're not going to lean into those guys? Yes. And how about Harrison Smith? Didn't they didn't they just redo yeah. him or? You know, yes, he's one reason. of the five highest paid players on the team next year. And he's 30, 30, 30 or 31. What he's is definitely more? over 30. Yeah. 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 30 plus. 
And, you know, yeah, I, I mean, Sue wrote about this uh, for Sunday. It was, it was, it was pretty accurate as to the guys they paid and some of their payroll decisions have not been the best. They're, they, they have said yes too often, right? So I, yeah, I, I mean, there's reasons to fire Spielman. There certainly are. And, uh, uh, but uh, I just don't think it's going to happen. I think he's got the Wilfs schmoozed up. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I, I don't you know, know that much about it. The Wilfs and I don't talk regularly. That's oh, okay. it's okay. Just occasionally? I thought you guys, thought you guys yeah. went and got dinner once. I felt more. like you yeah. were, like like we said, you know, Manny's, <laughs> yeah. Murray's. That's got great. Uh, he got, he's got, he always got that. Hey, talk to Ziggy. Okay, let's see what the result is. Oh, okay. I'm going to tell you, sir. <laughs> no reason to tell you. <laughs> yes. That would have been, man, in, in some ways, it's it's fortunate that Sid passed from this veil of tears because uh, he wouldn't have made it through last weekend. Man. Oh, PJ, the way. Gophers, the, the Vikings. Oh, don't oh you guys my want to see God. the spin? I, I miss it. I miss it so Here's much. Sunday morning, the spin. Justifying yeah. the victory. I Sid thrived at times like this because you were the a-hole and he was going to tell you why you shouldn't be such a downer. Yeah, that's I true, missed the but, spin. But, but I'm talking about not the public Sid, but the oh the damaged oh, the, Sid. The morose Sid. The morose Sid. Who would come into the Sid. office hunched over. Huh, huh, oh, what a no. Got these tapes the to do. The golfer thing would have killed him. I, the other one. <laughs> I suppose we should mention our woofies, huh? Yeah. I mean, if you want to. By your way. One more thing. I, uh, Judd said you agreed with me on this yesterday on our, our deal, uh, Unchained. They got to start reviewing personal fouls. Don't you think? I mean, but in, in the NBA? No. In, in the NFL. Oh, in the, uh, oh yeah. I, yeah yes. There's a thing on Wanham, the thing on uh, Monday, on Monday night. Yeah, the Bears linebacker, by the way, who got hip checked by the ref yeah. as he walked off. That was they replayed that about a hundred times this morning. But, but, on this. but no, I, I mean Sunday night, the the personal, the roughing the passer call on Aaron Donald. Did you see that? I yeah, mean, it yeah. Was, it was it was absurd. It was you can't be doing that. You gotta, you know, you don't have to call for a personal foul replay on every one of them. But well, they should just they should guy. just be challengeable. You, if, yeah, or you should have a guy upstairs saying, beep, that yes. was not a personal foul. You the know? DJ Wanham one, Pat, was, and I, I am glad, I'm actually, so we did we did 90 minutes of Ventline, and not one person brought that penalty up, and I'm proud of the audience, because it was, like, there were so many other things that yes, happened right, right. that led to the Vikings losing, but, like, they lost the game by three points. That was yes. a, a gifted, you know, rebirth of a possession for the Ravens. Well, they and what are, you, uh, what are you looking at? Yeah. Yeah, and the, I know that the uh, you know the Rams played terrible and Titans outplayed them, but the last gasp they had to pull that game out, they gave a first down for an over. I mean, it was unbelievable. Yeah. It was the guy just touched them in the back? You know, I did and see they, someone they say to, they cannot in in football. The penalty is too great. Fifteen yards is too great to be giving up when these idiots think they're protecting somebody and they aren't. And I'm proud of the Rams, as I said yesterday, that once they got that penalty and knew that the game was lost, on the next play, a 
uh, Blitzer comes in and hits the guy in the side of the head with his helmet. Yeah. <laughs> says, okay, you want a roughing the passer? Well, here's show one. You one. Yeah. yeah. Well, somebody, I can't remember who it was on Twitter, but someone, and it was kind of tongue in cheek, but if you think about it, there's more gambling money going back and forth on these games, especially in the NFL and the NBA, than yeah. ever before. And a lot of these these personal foul calls, like a face mask is a little less subjective, but these referees can swing a game and a possession oh, oh, yeah. by just saying, oh, it looks like that was unnecessary roughness, that right? And been, you know, I, I didn't get a real good look at it, but I'm going to throw the flag anyway. Yeah, I mean, it, it, and what the guy on Twitter said was, could we be nearing another Tim Donahue situation? I mean, it, it, and it was kind of a joke, but it's like it would be really easy to fix a game by just saying, "Oh, that was a that was a roughing the quarterback uh, there." Let's pull the that taunt, position back. The taunting call last night in the Bears Steelers oh, game. I didn't see one, that, but I oh heard my it god! It the guy was halfway across the field. He makes the play. He literally gets up and takes three steps towards the Steelers sideline. Bears player three steps, so he's nowhere near them. And then he starts to jog back, and, and the ref, Pat, hip-checks him, so, so they collide, and the ref, because he said it, there was taunting, throws the flag. And if, was, you, and if oh, you watch that it... Was a, that, there was a penalty on that play? I saw the replay. Yes, but it wasn't it. for the ref. It wasn't for the collision, Pat. It was because they said that the Bears player taunted the Pittsburgh sideline. He was, he was at the hash mark. Mm-hmm. Yes, but but here's the thing. If you watch that play again, if you watch like the so he does, he takes three steps and he's excited and whatever. Yeah. Like you don't make the call in that situation. Yeah. He turns around and like as he's turning around and going back to the bear sideline, he's kind of right in the line. He's like three steps away from Tony Carrenti, the head yeah. ref, who had not thrown the flag yet. He had not thrown the flag yet. So as he's running, ba- as the linebacker is running back to the bench, Carrenti actually leans his hip out. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And then once the contact is made, then he goes into his belt, throws the flag, but but he said the flag was on the taunting. If you watch that again, he initiates contact with a player and then throws a flag. Well, they gotta I mean, suspend, they gotta start suspending these guys. You gotta you gotta say, Tony, you're not working for a month. Right. Yep, right. You're not working for a month. And that the guy who made the call at the I think it was the referee who made this this guy or whatever is name, Rogers. I'd never seen him before. The, the guy who made that call, he's got to get suspended a month. You can't be that bad and uh, and and keep working because one thing, these guys, are the referees are so prominent in the NFL now. They, they walk into the arena and, you know, you know, they're out there strutting around and looking for, you know, looking like the most pompous jackasses of all time. And, you know, they're, they get away with doing that. Does the NFL say anything today about Karenny? Do they, they release won't. a statement? Why don't they release a statement about these? It's idiots? kept private. Yeah. It's kept private. So they'll 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 look at things and chastise. And I don't don't know if there's a, a penalty, but they will. But they keep it all private, which which makes it worse. But Pat, here's and I, I think we talked about this two years back. The problem is the reason why every ref who we sort of liked or thought was good is now uh, doing TV. Yes. <laughs> they all quit. Yes. What, what you have left is the bottom of the barrel egomaniacs who love to enforce these. The points of em- emphasis are misguided to start with, right? Yes. Because and, but, they but then, guys all quit. Yeah. Well, the points of emphasis are misguided because then, okay, 
you know, I haven't really seen any taunting today, but I better right. call one. You yes. know, I better call one that the, the first game of the season, they called one that was, there was nothing, but the game was of like, emphasis. remember they called that, let the, they had the guy on tape saying, let's just say it was right. They had the guy, <laughs> I remember that day. Let's just say it was. Yeah, yeah. points of emphasis. No, they're, they're rules. Are they, is it was it a penalty or not? I mean. So th- think about this though. You can so so if I'm a Bears player and I sack the quarterback, I if I walk three steps and look at their bench, it's a flag. But if I gather my teammates and run to the end zone yes. and do a fake Polaroid picture, <laughs> yes. it's not. Like that makes zero sense. Once you allow teams, and which I'm all for, but once you allow that. You can't tell me that I can't then look at a bench. And you know what? If I say, I take that, that's not taunting. It's football. You know what uh, surprised me with the, the uh, paranoid, uh, I mean, that the, these officials looking for anything they can call is when the Illinois players briefly rolled the boat after getting the sack and the, they didn't call something. Was, yeah. Weren't you a little surprised? Yeah, in college, yeah. yeah. I mean, it took like, they did it for like two seconds. The guy goes like this, you know, but as, you know, as nuts as they are looking for that stuff, I thought, well, you might have just screwed up the entire and, and Here's another thing, too, because ultimately sports are played for the fans and the fans drive interest and revenue, right? Like fans, fans stop watching the NBA in the early 2000s. Okay, how do we get them back? Let's loosen the rules to get more scoring, right? So. Yeah. Who's who's crying and who's outraged over taunting or yes. unsportsmanlike okay. conduct? Like like who's watching that game and sees guys that Steelers linebacker? The, guys my age on the NFL rules committee. I know <laughs> yeah. exactly who is but old yeah. white guys. Yeah. The old jackasses like Rich McKay. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I don't like this. You know what and is Zimmer he doing on the rules committee? He's got nothing to do with the rules committee. Zimmer He's, agrees with this stuff. He, he, these old white guys who are like, well, we allowed this, but now it's going too far because they're because they spin the ball. I'm an old white guy and it doesn't bother me. Well, so am I, but I mean, I'm talking, but I still don't (laughs) like old white guys. It's part of the entertainment when they taunt each other. You know, it's just, (laughs) it's ridiculous. It's it's so stupid. I mean, receivers and (laughs) receivers and cornerbacks, that's what they're supposed to do, right? This is the most clear competition in football right the yeah. most of all the competition i mean the left tackle and the and the and the, the number one pass rusher but that's a different that's 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 a battle that takes place in a confined area the cornerback and the wide receiver you know jalen ramsey trying to stop somebody is is one of the great Part, fun parts of football, and if they want to give the other guy crap when they beat him, that's fine. What yeah. who's it hurt? Yeah. You know, if somebody slugs somebody, give him a fifteen-yard penalty. Yeah. Oh, Pat, looks like we're fresh out of time to talk Timberwolves. Uh, just uh, that was a hell of a shot, shame. Yeah, I, I didn't. Even, I you know I always say, boy, this would be a bad loss. I decided that wasn't even a bad loss. Oh wow! It was the Wolves, and. Uh, and Cat threw that one in at the buzzer, and there was a. I mean, they know, did have a sixteen-point lead with like six minutes to go, but. You know what, Dave and Jim Pete ain't gonna make her, Judd. Were you listening? <laughs> no, yes. especially Dave. Poor Dave. He's Poor so. Dave. The other the other night, uh, Phil, when they were 
kicking it away at the end of a miserable performance, not last night, but the previous game. Yeah. Poor Jim Pete was speechless, and he just let Dave Benz hang there for the last <laughs> two and a half minutes. Poor he Dave. didn't say a word. Poor Dave is sitting there. What's like what's there to even say? Like I empathize with Jim Pete because like like Dave Benz has to call the action. But if you're Jim Pete, like what else is there to say at this point? <laughs> It's been 17 years of the same game on repeat, basically, with different cast members. Yeah. Last night they were, you know, the it is it is hilarious. Now, I didn't see all of it, but it is hilarious. You, you go from this incredible giddiness as they come out for the fourth quarter and they get yeah. a 16-point lead. Then all, of a, and all of a sudden you can just hear the, you know, what they want to say is, here we go again with well, these blapers. Dave Ben sort of did. Dave, Dave uh, Ben said, and, and nobody had a lot of faith that this wouldn't come down to the wire, even when the Wolves led by yeah. sixteen. Yeah. Dave Ben's is credit. He's he's read the script. He knows the script. Coming up next on Timberwolves Live, the first three quarters. We talk about the first three quarters. I like everything about Barantel. Oh, he's great. He's not only how dynamic he is, but his attitude about playing is fantastic. Yeah. He seems to enjoy playing. He goes to the basket, gets knocked on the floor, might look up and go like this, but he comes back and he doesn't doesn't complain the whole rest of the game. He comes back and tries to make a play. He's great. It's it's so weird because, like, Morant comes in and – you know, the Grizzlies haven't been a great franchise, but he's just he's just in like he thinks that they're the Grizzlies are a great team and he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna play like they are. It's almost like the last seventeen years, like these fourth quarters start and the Timberwolves have the weight of okay, we gotta preserve the lead and seven and we have to dig out from underneath seventeen years of blowing this lead <laughs> every single night. You know what happened? Things got a little sticky. We got the, the ball got sticky. That's, oh. that's the new explanation. Look at you. Look at you. What? They aren't sticky. They're horse bleep. Yeah. <laughs> it's not sticky. Well, but it's coming up next sticky. on <laughs> the Wolves postgame show, we'll tell you why the Wolves had a great third quarter anyways. Yeah, unbelievable first three quarters. <laughs> we'll recap them and never talk about the fourth quarter. <laughs> All right, Jim. All right, Pat. We'll, we'll, see, we'll see you tomorrow. Oh, All right. by the way, go for basketball doubleheader at Williams Arena. Two openers. Yeah, what do you like? The Kangaroos or the Gophers? That'll be a battle. Who are they playing? Who are they playing? Uh, Kansas City, UMK Kangaroos. Kansas uh, City. I'm gonna. What's yeah. the spread on that game? I'll I'll <laughs> take Kansas know. City to cover whatever. Yeah, they're six. <laughs> they're picked six in the Summit, so they. Uh, that's probably Rolling green enough. one here, baby. Oh, they're in St. Thomas's is a conference then, right? I'm trying to find their tenth transfer. I looked up the other night. I'm trying to find where the ten went. I got nine, but I can't. Marquise Mitchell was supposed to be at NIU, but he's not on the roster. So I'm I'm trying to track down number transfer number ten. <laughs> you know, Look at you, go for basketball detective Pat Rosey. Yes, all right. All right, all right we'll talk yeah. tomorrow. All right. By the way, uh, Saint. By the way, Saint Thomas making its hoops debut on Score North tonight, oh, six forty-five with uh, Jarvis O'Mersa. Yeah, on that's right. That team. Yeah, yeah. Armor Gold. Right. And uh, Corbu Stavis, the voice Corbu. of Saint oh, Thomas be, be hoops good. on Score North. All, right. So, all right, guys, we'll see Pat tomorrow. That's uh, wrapping with Royce here, Mackie and Judd. As prices keep creeping up, your entertainment budget doesn't have to take a hit. Live One Plus has all the music you love, ad-free for only $3.99 per month. Dive into Live One's massive library of songs, listen to curated playlists, or create your own. 
Check out exclusive artist-hosted stations and do it all for the best price in streaming. Lock in a Live One Plus membership for just $3.99 per month now, and you'll not only beat inflation, you'll get all your favorite music ad-free. Check out liveone.com slash best music for details.